Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, May 6th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Kim Ji-in. We'll be right back. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Ji-in. How are you doing? I'm very good today. How are you? I'm just glad it's Saturday, even though we had a week long of supposed holidays. Uh, I mean, it's hard to believe that it's already May, though, even though, like I said, we're nearly a week into the month, aren't we? And personally, I feel like May is one of those months that seem to go just faster than others. What makes you say that? Well, it's just one special day after another, isn't it? As we said last week and also just now, uh, we already had Labor Day, Buddha's birthday and Children's Day all come and go. And we have heaps more of those coming still. Mm, I guess you're right. Uh, it's Parents Day next Monday, too. Uh, will you be doing anything special for your parents? Well, nothing too big. They said they'll visit their parents tomorrow. So I'll just join them on that trip and then maybe buy them dinner afterwards. I think they want sushi. So Sounds we'll go. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too bad that Parents Day isn't a holiday like Children's Day, though. You know, that's what I used to think, too. I thought parents deserve a day off work on a special day designated for them, too. But now that I have friends who are parents themselves, they say they prefer this day to be a school day uh, rather than yet another holiday they have to spend entertaining the kids. Mm, that, that definitely makes sense. Right. Well, I know in many other parts of the world, Mother's Day and Father's Day are celebrated separately. And in North America, Mother's Day is the second Sunday of May. That's what I used to celebrate back in Canada too. But what about in the UK? Uh, It was actually back in March. Uh, March 26th was a date this year. Uh, Its date changes along with Easter. I believe it's always three weeks before Easter Sunday. I see. So mothers in the UK get to be celebrated a little earlier than others. That's nice. But I guess flowers wouldn't be a big part of the day like it is for Parents' Day here or in other countries where Mother's Day is celebrated in May then, because March seems just a little too early for carnations or roses. Well, actually, flowers are the most popular gift, uh, but they don't take center stage as they seem to here. Mm -hmm. Uh, People usually take their mums out to a nice lunch or traditionally, people celebrate with a fruitcake called Simnel Cake. Uh, Although due to my baking skills, I've never actually made my mum one. Mm, Well, I don't think I would have made one yet either. And uh, you know what? I actually think some mothers would actually prefer cake to flowers. Well, getting back to the special days in the month of May for Korea, though, another very, very important day is coming up next week. That's right. It's the presidential election. That's right. This is the first time the elections are being, well, the presidential election is being held here in May, to my recollection anyway. I believe up until the mid-80s, the elections just happened when they happened because, you know, people got assassinated and people died and there were coup d'etats and everything. But since 1987, the elections were always held in December. Right. uh, But due to special circumstances, this year's election will actually be held on Tuesday, May 9th. That is correct. And then comes Teacher's Day, Coming of Age Day on May 18th. uh, That's also a historic day of the Democratic Uprising. And then there's Married Couples Day. And then the traditional holiday of Tano Falls on May 30th this year as well. Uh, Of course, these are not all holidays that are marked in red on the calendar. uh, But I see what you mean. It's kind of one special day after another. 
together, isn't it? Exactly. And then there are the personal special days, too. Like, four of my closest high school friends were born in May, which brings me to the next item on the list. It's the first Saturday of the month, so it's time for the monthly birthday shout-outs on Listener's Lounge. Uh, all right, let's start with our staff members. Uh, Mark Broom was born on May 28th, so happy birthday, my friend. Uh, don't worry. I won't tell anyone how old you are. I actually don't know how old he is. <laughs> Our monitor, Cheng Nan Lu of Taiwan, celebrates his birthday on May 12th, so happy birthday. Uh, Mr. Alan Holder, another one of our monitors, and also obviously another fellow Brit. Uh, his birthday falls on May 16th, so happy birthday, Alan. And last but not least, our very loyal monitor, Mohammed Shamim S. of India. His birthday is on May 30th, so happy early birthday to you. And happy birthday to all of our listeners born in this beautiful month of May. And on that note, we'll take a quick break, but we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. Uh, It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some fantastic handwritten, typed up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with an emailed message from our monitor and friend Srivata of India. He wrote, Tir Kim Ji-un, that's me. I'm writing after a three-week gap from the last time I spent a, I sent a reception report. I heard Lawrence on KBS World Radio and that now he will be co-hosting Listener's Lounge along with you. I would like to welcome Lawrence to KBS World Radio. Mm, thank you for the warm welcome, Srivata. Uh, it's my third week now. And it seems there is so much to learn still, mm. but uh, that's what makes this program so much fun to do as well. Uh, he continued to write, uh, The Korean Peninsula is in the news now due to the saber-rattling by North Korea. I would like to inform you that Korea is dear to us, and we pray that the unification of the two Koreas will happen in our lifetime. Also, I would like to wish everyone a happy Buddha's birthday. May there be peace and prosperity for Korea. I will be sending one more reception report shortly. Kamsamnida. Well, thank you, Srivata, for praying for Korea and wishing us well. Hope you had a wonderful Buddha's birthday, too. Now, moving on to some of the snail mails we got recently. Coincidentally, we actually received three handwritten recession reports and letters from three different Japanese listeners during the past week. So we'll start with those today. Our loyal monitor and friend Fumito Hukamura of Fukuoka, Japan, sent us his reception report dated April 5th when he listened to us on 9.580 MHz from 0215 to 0250 hours UTC using an ATS-909X receiver with the rod antenna. But he gave us lots of details of what he could hear, and judging from the content, we could tell that he was actually listening to our Tuesday, April 4th broadcast, and not the 5th. So thank you, Fumito, for always letting us know of the content you hear. It helps us make sure that we're sending you the right verifications. Also, it looks like the listening conditions on the frequency have improved just a little bit, slightly. Fumito rated the simple 45343 on this day. And here's what he wrote in his letter. Uh, how have you been? Uh, when did the snow stop falling in Seoul? And um, what time do the office workers get up and go to work in your country? Uh, the early bird catches the worm, as people say. Uh, I got up at 3am and read a book and listened to KBS radio. Well, it is raining today, but the cherry blossom is still beautiful. This year, it's a very cold spring and the cherry blossoms bloom so late. Usually they start to bloom in February here, but this year it was so cold in Fukuoka City 
so the cherry blossoms and other flowers were late this spring. Well, we didn't see that much snow in Seoul this year, actually, now that you ask. But I believe the last day we saw any form of snow or sleet this year was in late February, which was kind of strange because I think last year it was early March. And uh, it's quite strange to hear also that you're having a cold spring in Fukuoka because we've had such a hot April. It was unusually hot, although the flowers were still late for some odd reason. As for when the office hours begin, I believe morning rush hour begins sometime. Around 8, with most people going to work around 9 a.m. But every office has their own policies, and some open earlier and some open later. Usually, government offices being uh, start being operated around 9 a.m., which makes me assume that the workers start work a bit earlier than that. And here at KBS, people have different work hours depending on which programs they work on, but I think officially it's supposed to be 9 to 6. And yes, while early birds do get the warm 3 a.m., that seems just way too early for me, though. That's close to when I go to bed, actually, and... uh I hope you're getting enough enough rest. I mean, reading a book and listening to us is wonderful, but sleep is more important, I think. And uh, the worms that wake up late don't get eaten. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you as always for your report and letter. Next up, we received a giant envelope from listener Hidemi Tsumiyake of Hiroshima City, Japan. Uh, yes, uh, it was my first time seeing such a large envelope filled with brochures and photos arrive at KBS since I started working here, and I was really impressed. Uh, I actually took a photo and put it up on our Facebook page right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many of you may have seen the post already. Uh, first, we'll talk about his reception report, though. Uh, he listened to us on April 15th from 0200 to 0259 hours UTC on 9.580 megahertz. He used a Sony IFC SW77 receiver with an AN102 antenna. And he said that the SIMPO rating ranged between 23232 and 32232. He gave us some details of the programs he heard. And he also wrote us a very long letter, and so we saw some of the best parts of it here. Uh, he wrote, I like spring the best of the four seasons. Spring in Japan is from March to May. The cherry trees have started to blossom in Japan. Spring is the season of flowers, and the symbol of the season is the cherry blossom. When the cherry blossoms are in full bloom, people all around the country have hanami parties. People lay up picnic blankets and eat and drink alcohol under the trees. Since famous cherry blossom spots get very crowded... People stake out spots very early. There are also places where you can enjoy cherry blossoms at night. The trees are all lit up and lanterns line the pathways. That sounds like quite a lot of fun, actually. It It sounds like a very good festival. It does, yeah. And it's quite different from what we do here because we mostly just walk around under the trees and take Take loads and loads of selfies. That's what I did anyway. Um, Day and night, too. But it never occurred to me that we could actually sit down under the tree and drink during the day. That's um, something that I might try to do next uh, next spring when the cherry blossoms are in bloom here. Although... I don't know. I don't, I'm not even sure if we're allowed to drink outdoors here. I think it's okay in the park, right? I don't know. I'll look that up <laughs> yeah, for the time being. Right. Or, or maybe I'll just use a tumbler <laughs> so they won't know what I'm drinking. Anyway, and speaking of taking pictures, it looks like Hidemitsu took some photos himself and he was nice enough to share these photos with us. He sent us a couple of gorgeous photos of the cherry blossom trees with the strikingly blue sky as the backdrop. And of course, you can see those photos on our Facebook page because, as you mentioned, Lawrence has put that up already. And uh, along with the tourist guides of Etajima and Miyoshi City, uh, Hidemitsu sent us as well. 
Now, from the maps, it looks like Miyoshi is just north of Hiroshima and Etajima Island is just south of Hiroshima. So it looks like they'll make nice day trips to anyone visiting Hiroshima City or someone like Hidemitsu who lives there. Personally, I think I'd like to visit Miyoshi one day because that museum where you can see the most beautiful moon in Japan sounds quite intriguing. Indeed, it does. Uh, Going back to his letter, he also wrote, In Japan, there is a string of holidays starting at the end of April and lasting through to the beginning of May. This string of consecutive holidays is called the Golden Week, and many people go on vacation. Many people also take personal days to make their vacation longer so they can travel. Japanese people who find it hard to take long personal vacations look forward to the long public holidays. Well, that sounds very familiar. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also had a Golden Week here. In fact, we're having one right now, uh, with many people taking personal leave in between the public holidays to make time for travelling. Uh, I guess it's no coincidence that the neighbouring countries have holidays in this season, uh, since the weather seems to be the nicest around this time of year. It's not too hot, not too cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Hidemitas, uh, thank you so much for all you sent us, uh, which we'll now add to our collection. And of course, thank you for your reception report too. Up next, we have a letter from listener Hayato Furukawa of Nagasaki City, Japan. As usual, in his lovely cursive writing, Hayato has written to tell us that he also listened to us on April 15th, but on 9.515 MHz from 0100 to 0130 hours JST, which is the same as KST, and that converts to 1600 to 1630 hours UTC. He used the Texan PL310ET receiver with the rod antenna and rated the simple 34343. Three. Now, he used to use stamps for numbers, but this time he actually wrote the numbers by hand, too. Only it took me quite some time to realize that they were handwritten. I thought they were still stamps because they were so uniform and beautifully written. His penmanship will never stop to amaze me. Thank you very much, Hayato. Uh, moving on to more reception reports from other parts of the world. It looks like our UK monitor, Nick Sharp, was able to hear us on 11.810 megahertz after a long, dry spell. Nick said he he had heard us on the frequency on May 1st uh, from 2200 to 2300 hours UTC using a Yesu Musen FRG8-8800 receiver and an external 15-meter L-shaped long wire antenna. He rated the Simpo 34333 and he wrote, Fair reception, but uh, could have done with a stronger signal as the signal itself was fading away almost every minute. Many thanks to Listener's Lounge and the mention of the train station as I then went to the Travelog webpage and watch those smart YouTube videos of the train and the station. Yay! I think this is the first time in months that we're getting any recession reports on 11.810 megahertz other than uh, one across the board. So thank you, Nick, so uh, for so patiently checking the frequency for us. And although the signal was only fair with fading on that day and... Then it went back to one across the board after May 1st. I'm hopeful. I'm crossing my fingers that the frequency will be audible again very soon. And as for the mention of trains, I believe it was part of a letter we were reading from listener Sumia Bhattacharjee. So we can't take all the credit, but I'm glad you enjoy the contents, Nick. Now, we actually received another report on 11.810 megahertz recently from listener Alex Costa Oliveira of Brazil. He said he heard K-pop interactive on the frequency on April 23rd around 2250 hours UTC and rated the Simpo 25311, which isn't all that great, but it's still something. It's not nothing. So he used the Yesu FRG 7700 receiver with the long wire antenna. Thank you very much for that report, Alex. And we had another report from the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, listener Ian Piller of Australia wrote in his email, Hello from Down Under. How are you both today? 
I wanted to send you some information on your reception at my home, but before I do, I wanted to mention something that you talked about on your show recently about the amount of plastic bags that are being used around the world. Currently in Australia, a national TV show has started a change.org petition to push the Australian government to ban bags in Australia, and it is getting a lot of coverage and has a lot of politicians talking about banning it in several states. Hopefully we'll see some action soon and get other countries to follow us as well. That sounds wonderful. Maybe we should ask our producers to talk to their friends on the KBS TV side to see if they can start a campaign or a petition like that too. Well, Ian, listen to us on April 28th from 1300 to 1330 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. He rated the Simpo 3.2222 and said, Signal just came through on radio, but it was very distorted and was very hard to make out anything at all. However, the day before, on the 27th of April, also, on 9.570 megahertz at the same time, 1300 to 1345 hours UTC. KBS was very enjoyable and easy to hear, so I rated the simple four across the board. I heard in great detail the soul calling program, which I enjoyed very much. I noted talks about the current tension with North Korea and the upcoming presidential election and increase in home ownership and the Smart Home Alliance. My receiver is a portable Texan PL310ET with an indoor long wire antenna, and I listen to KBS whenever reception is usable. And also download the Listener's Lounge podcast if I can't be near a radio when it's broadcasting. Sounds like a loyal fan of the program. Mm -hmm. That's very nice to meet you, Ian. Uh, He went on to write, While typing this email, I am tuned into 9.570 megahertz on May 2nd from 1300 hours UTC. The news is coming in very nicely with talk about Donald Trump wanting to meet with Kim Jong-un under the best circumstances and South Korea setting up new trade agreements. Uh, He rated the Simpo 43444 with slight interference coming in from China Radio International, which doesn't actually surprise me. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you very much, Ian. It doesn't surprise me at all either. Well, we also heard some wonderful news from Pakistan recently. Our monitor, Shazad Shabir, also listened to us on April 28th from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz. And he gave the broadcast a simple rating of five across the board. Now, it seems that the listening condition in his region had been excellent for a number of weeks now. So that's wonderful indeed. Also, another listener from Pakistan, Sardar Munir Akhtar, had said on April 26th that he tuned into us on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC and he rated the simple 45555 which is also wonderful and his comments have been total good so all around good news from Pakistan thank you to you both Shajad and Sardar uh, going a bit further back listener Eddie Seshuan of Indonesia sent us three different reception reports for April 20th along with audio files at 1300 hours UTC he heard us at 9.570 megahertz and rated the simpo 32442 at 1400 hours utc he heard us on 9.640 megahertz which yielded the same simpo at 32442 and at 1600 hours utc also on uh, 9.640 megahertz the simpo stood at 3443 uh, so thank you so much eddie I think we may have time for just one more report today. Listener Neela Kandanvi of India sent us recession reports dated April 9th and April 11th when he tuned into us on 9.880 MHz at 1400 RUTC using a Texan PL660 digital portable receiver with a built-in telescopic antenna. On the 9th, he listened to us for 50 minutes, and on the 11th, it was for 20 minutes, and on both days, he had rated the simple 4 across the board. Thank you very much for 
for your report, Nila Kandan. And I believe that is all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. We'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone who requested. And also, yes, we now have the timetable as well. So we'll be sending out the schedules to everyone who's requested as well. Thank you for your uh, requests. And of course, it's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is... Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoonha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as news about events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Listener Grant Skinner from the UK sent us a cute postcard of flowers and a duck, perfect for this warm season here in Korea. You can find a photo of it on our English Service Facebook page. The postcard contained Grant's answers for the second quarter quiz, which has been going on since the beginning of April. For those of you who don't know the questions for this quarter's quiz, here they are. Number one, what is the name of the South Korean actress who won the Silver Bear for Best Actress in the 67th Berlin International Film Festival for her performance in the movie On the Beach at Night Alone? The choices are Kang Soo-yeon, Kim Min-hee, Jeon Do-yeon, or Boon Sori. And number two, KBS World Radio launched a new program in March which introduces hidden places to visit around Korea. What is the name of the program? The choices are the Korea Travelogue, Talk Talk Korea Right Now, I Like Friday, or KBS Listener's Lounge. Please submit your answers to our KBS World Radio website or via email at english at kbs.co.kr. And don't forget to include in the subject line, second quarterly quiz. You can, of course, send in your answers via snail mail like Grant did. We'll be accepting answers until June 30th. If you'd like to take a look at the postcard, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. Every week, I tell you about the programs and events of KBS World Radio. Well, today, let's find out the history and identity of our radio service, which you can read all about on our website. On the website, scroll down to the very bottom of the page, and towards the left side of the screen, you'll find the words about KBS World Radio. This link takes you to a page that introduces what KBS World Radio is about, its goals as a public international broadcaster, and the journey it's taken since it began in the 1950s. KBS World Radio started out airing 15-minute English broadcasts on August 15, 1953, under the station name, The Voice of Free Korea. The first English broadcast to Europe was made on March 1, 1960. After changing its name three times, our radio service finally became KBS World Radio on March 3, 2005. And speaking of history, I'd like to quickly mention an event currently taking place to celebrate the one-year anniversary of WINK, KBS World Radio's internet radio service. Share the WINK event post from KBS World Radio's Facebook page on your wall and tag your friends in the shared post by May 10th, which is next Wednesday. We decided to pick out 100 winners instead of the previously announced 50, so good luck to all, and you can increase your chances of winning by entering multiple times. To learn about KBS World Radio, head on over to our KBS World Radio English service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend!
that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Kim Ji-hyun. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.